Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Have you always felt a little odd, a little different? The world is crying out for witches to heal and to rebuild. But do you hear its call and will you answer? This is a space for free thinking, where I give you tools to explore and build your craft. We all have a divine spark. Join me each week and grow that spark into a fiery beacon. I am your host, Michael Moorcroft, and I'll be bringing you a one-on-one guide to all things witchcraft and spirituality. This is... The Mage's Well. Hey Mages, welcome back. This week we're looking at another tale of the Zodiac, Sagittarius, the Archer. But first, let's have a look at the week ahead. March 3rd is I Want You To Be Happy Day, celebrating that the world is a better place when we strive to make each other happy. Try and add to the happiness of people around you on this day. March 4th is on Saturday and it acts as encouragement to proceed with your dreams and a life that you actually want. Positioned towards the end of winter, it's a great time to take action when the land is waking up and there's more energy in the air. You could do something productive, get in touch with a life coach, be supportive and encouraging for someone else. There's a lot that you can do around this day. On Sunday, it's Absinthe Day, known as the drink of creatives, it's made from wormwood. If you want to learn more, check out my episode on the plant. It's also Learn What Your Name Means Day. I looked mine up, and it's of Hebrew origins, and means who is like God, or gift from God. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. (laughs) And for anyone I've ever crossed paths with, they'd probably agree. Moorcroft is a marshy paddock or like a field and it comes from northwest England, particularly Yorkshire. So a gift from God who is also a bit swampy, we love balance. It's also Custom Chiefs Day on the 5th. 
celebrated in the Republic of Vanuatu, which is a collection of 80 islands in the South Pacific Ocean. Now, the holiday aims to preserve traditional customs and involves singing, dancing, and food. The moon is full on the 7th, and we've also got No More Week kicking off on the 8th, and it's designed to raise awareness about domestic violence and sexual assault. It's International Women's Day and Week on the 8th, celebrating the social achievements of women. It's also Words Matter Week from the 5th to the 11th. You could combine these two and read some books on feminism. And that's your week. Now, on to the show. Governing November 21st to December 21st, Sagittarius is the 15th largest constellation in terms of size in the night sky, covering 2.1% of it. The constellation also contains a black hole and one of the largest stars in our galaxy. It's also claimed that the constellation held Jupiter at the point of the planet's creation. Facing westwards, with his arrow pointing towards Scorpio, Sagittarius, which is Latin for archer, is half man, half horse, the centaur, and he's not the only one. There's a second one on the other side of Scorpio. Now, the mythology of both of these centaurs overlaps, and it often gets confused. The second one is a Greek version, Chiron, this friendly healing figure, while Sagittarius is the complete opposite, signifying aggression and war. Now, recognition of this constellation, Sagittarius was quite late in the grand scheme of things. However, the symbolism around it is very ancient and potent. The Babylonians called this cluster of stars Pabil Sag, meaning forefather or chief ancestor. Twin-headed, with a human head facing forward and an animal head facing back, he also had a pair of wings attached to a horse's body. They saw him as this collector of souls, and would take the recently departed into the heavens. The ancients saw the Milky Way as the path the soul took on its journey into the afterlife, and Sagittarius sits right on it. Bearing in mind, this Pabil Sag figure who was a gatekeeper collecting souls in a psychopomp way, let's look at the symbolism around horses. Heavily linked to shamanism, horses could transcend the worlds. In some parts of the world when shamans are entering trans states to travel, they're known as riding the horse. Around Central Asia, the dead are often depicted as taking the form of horses representing ancestors of the community. Meanwhile, in eastern Siberia, there is a tribe called the Yakut, who believe that we are descended from centaurs. The idea of horses guiding the dead is picked up in Gaelic countries, where Epona, a goddess who watches over horses, or a Epona-like figure guide the dead over along with a legion of horses. There seems to be a strong basis across cultures that the other world and horses are linked. Now, when we look further into history, a scorpion-tailed man drawing a bow is in the place of modern-day Sagittarius, possibly a blending of Sag and Scorpio that later splits into the signs that we know today. 
I'm wondering if it was the inspiration for the film The Scorpion King in the Mummy franchise, but I couldn't find a conclusive answer for that, but I'm willing to say probably. Now this half-scorpion, half-man creature represents a race called the Okrabu Amilu. I think that pronunciation was correct, there isn't a lot of information about these guys, but we do know that they were originally created by Tiamat, this Mesopotamian primordial goddess of the sea, who builds an army to kill the murderers of her husband. Now, she goes on to get killed, and from her body, the heavens and earth is formed. But these scorpion men, who she created as part of her army, they remain. And they also crop up in the epic of Gilgamesh, a story about a king who's on the hunt for immortality. And these creatures guard the gateway to the sun, and they also reside over underground creatures. They also guard forbidden gnosis and forgotten knowledge, and according to the Akkadians, their gaze could actually bring death. With this idea of blending Sag and Scorpio, the Okrabu and Milu do sound like they enter Scorpio territory quite a lot, and we do have the links to warfare for Sagittarius. Now, the Chaldeans in their early star maps depicted the constellation as a bow and arrow, and within Egypt we have this bifaced aspect again, where it's seen as an archer with the face of a lion added. Cuneiform inscriptions refer to Sagittarius as quote, the strong one, or giant king of war, and mention him as under the guardianship of Nurgle, who the Mesopotamians identified with Mars. Another Babylonian name for the constellation crops up called Nidu, meaning soldier, and he was a gatekeeper of the underworld. Now, omens around Sagittarius paint a pretty bleak picture with predictions of destruction, warfare, and carnage for the land, as well as the death of the prince. Now, India also claimed Sagittarius for its zodiac around 3,000 years ago, and they represented it as a horseman. Now, the Greeks adopted this Pabil Sag figure, but they dropped his second face. A flowing cape replaced it, and they also removed his wings. Now, historically, there was debate over the sign, saying it wasn't a centaur at all, but rather a satyr, which brings me onto the mythology behind the figure. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So to begin with, let's explain effectively the sign's parents. We've got Pan, the half-man, half-goat guy, who's quite odd, and we've got Euthyme. Now, she is a nurse to the Muses, and the Muses are these inspiring goddesses of the arts. Bear that in mind. So Pan and Euthyme, they have a child called Crotus, who is a horse-legged satyr. Now, they all live on Mount Helicon, 
and Crotus loves spending time with the Muses and also becomes quite the hunter. He's credited with inventing the bow as well as rhythm and clapping to applaud a good performance. In fact, Crotus in Greece means to clap or to make a loud noise. Now he becomes very famous for his hunting on account of his diligence and how quickly he moved. So, to reward him, the Muses asked Zeus to place him in the stars. In the sky, he was given the hind legs of a horse because he was a keen horseman. It's thought only later into classical times that the constellation became a centaur, and that is the mythology of Sagittarius, a little underwhelming, I'm sorry, but centaurs are worth looking into here, because according to evolutionists, it took thousands of years for horses to develop so they were capable of being ridden by humans. This is thought to have taken place around 3000 to 2000 BCE. Now, the first race who used horses in battles that we know of were the Scythians, who were also skilled archers and caused a lot of trouble for the Greeks. Now, it's believed that when the Greeks first saw the Scythians in battle, they believed the rider and the horse to be one giving rise to the fearsome tales about centaurs who were often portrayed as warlike and sexually aggressive, attributes that they also gave to the Scythians. Today, the shape of Sagittarius is outlined by the main eight stars of the constellation, and it's popularly known as the Teapot. The second brightest star in the constellation, Sagittari, was recently approved to hold an old Assyrian or Babylonian name of Nunki, and it's reputed to be one of the oldest star names in use. And that's a wrap for today's show. I'm sorry that it was a little bit shorter than usual, but yeah, the sign of Sagittarius, it doesn't deliver as much as the other signs. So I hope you've enjoyed it, and please give me a follow on Instagram, where you can keep up to date with the podcast. The handle is The Mage as well. Peace out, witches, and I'll see you at the crossroads. was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.